Did you know you can now register for the 7th Annual Osmosis Con taking place October 10th to the 12th to 2021 at the Bahia Resort Hotel San Diego? We have exciting news. You'll now be able to attend the renowned event in person in San Diego or virtually through our dynamic online community. Cynthia Hetherington and the HG Group consistently delivers the best training at this open source intelligence skills building conference and this year is no exception. You can learn more at osmosiscon.com. I want to talk to everybody today about scopenow.com. Scopenow has been a big time sponsor of this program for quite some time. And I just love their service. I've been using them since the beginning. I'm one of their beta customers and it's been so awesome to see them grow into the business that they are today and just how they just keep reinventing themselves and pushing themselves to get more and more information. What it comes down to is, is Scope Now is a tool that you definitely need to use if you do social media investigations, any internet research, and really spending less time digging around and, and uh, looking for information. I think it's one of the best points of how Scope Now can help you. Their AI platform, their analytics are amazing. You really get an idea of what you need. You're reducing the time, you're reducing the manpower that you, you're spending on doing this research because they're essentially doing it for you and uh, they're doing it correctly, which is most important. One of the new things that they're actually offering is this flagging system where you can flag behaviors and really highlight and um, look out for fraud. If you're doing a lot of fraud research, uh, this is a fantastic tool and you can set up alerts. So you have uh, particular people that you're looking at, you can actually set up alerts to get notifications when the criteria that you set up is actually um, is flagged and goes off. It's really, uh, really amazing. And their relationship and association analytics are uh, top notch, really uh, cutting edge and really, really cool. When they brought that out on version three, it was a game changer. I mean, really being able to see how people interact together and, and uh, you know having that relationship you know, analysis is really, really something that's cool. You know, one of the other things about being involved with Scope Now is their ability to offer webinars. Their team is cutting edge on putting together and getting out really, really great content. If you're a member of Scope Now, if you know who they are, you've seen them around on LinkedIn, you'll you'll know that they're constantly doing webinars on these new websites that are coming out, and uh, they're, they're really staying on top of it. And don't forget, uh, any reports that you generate, you can actually white label those reports put your own logos on and, and really make them look professional, which you know could equate to more billing for you as well. So check them out today. It's uh, www.scopenow.com. They're a great, great company. They should be one of the tools in your toolbox along with whatever kind of uh, search engines you do. Uh, you need to make sure that ScopeNow is a part of that suite. Scopenow.com. Are you an investigative professional? Have you heard about the investigatorstoolbox.com? Check out this exclusive online community for networking, learning, and data resource management. The Toolbox is a one-stop shop for all your investigative needs. Check out our robust collection of forums, our comprehensive learning page, and our expansive library of OSINT research tools. We've just released an app for both iOS and Android, so you can access the site seamlessly right off your phone. We have also partnered with some amazing companies like Crosstracks, Delpoint, IRB, ScopeNow, the Hetherington Group, PI Magazine, PI Gear, Merlin Locate Services, Paravin, the PI Institute of Education, and so many more. They're offering over $1,250 worth of discounts and benefits exclusively to community members today. Use code PIP201836 and save 10% on your membership. 
That's www.investigators-toolbox.com. Welcome to the Osmosis Quick Hit Series on PI Perspectives. We're going to take the next few weeks to highlight some of the speakers at the 2021 conference in San Diego, California. This week, we welcome Erica Colm. Erica is teaching about identifying host base artifacts in dark web investigations. So let's join Erica and our host, private investigator, Matt Spare. And welcome everybody to uh, PI Perspectives, the Osmosis Quick Hits Edition. So uh, we are highlighting all the speakers from uh, Osmosis 2021 leading up to the conference. And I'm really, really excited to interview these people and uh, just learn a little bit more about uh, what's going on here. So today's guest is a special guest. We've got Erica Colm. Erica is joining us here from South Dakota. She's got a very interesting track that she's talking about, identifying host-based artifacts in dark web investigations. That had me scratching my head a little bit. <laughs> so I'm really, really glad to talk to her to uh, find out a little more about this. So Erica, I want to welcome you to the program. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time. So you are the first one out of the deck here, out of the shoot, uh, as we're diving in. Uh, I had so much fun last year doing this and talking to everybody. And honestly, like what you're talking about, I don't know too much about it. It's interesting to me to dig into this a little bit. So tell me a little bit about your background, and then we'll get into your track and what you're going to be talking about. Sure. So I'm the interim director of the Digital Forensics Lab here at Dakota State University. And we are in partnership with the South Dakota Attorney General's Office Mm -hmm. and South Dakota Division of Criminal Investigation to do exams of digital evidence that are submitted as part of a criminal investigation here in the state of South Dakota. So we do all different types of exams. We do mostly phones as the nature of digital forensics is right now. And um, the only type of exams that we don't do are the ICAC, the Internet Crimes Against Children. Since okay. we aren't a law enforcement agency, we can't do those here. So we yeah. do everything else. So how did you get into this line of work? What's your background? My background was in IT years ago when I first got out of college. And then I took some time off to raise my kids. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to get back into this world. And my daughter, who is actually starting a junior year here at Dakota State, had come up here to Dakota State to do the gen cyber camps in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And she'd come home with all these cool things. And I think, that is so cool. I want to do that. So as I was ready to, um, I was working full time, but not really in any type of career path. So I was looking to get back into a career. So I came up here to Dakota State to get a master's degree. Right. And as I was finishing that, they started offering um, a PhD in the same field. I got a master's degree in cyber defense. And they were starting a PhD as I was finishing the master's because Frankly, I had no intention of getting a PhD when I started. I was just looking to gain some skills. And so I was given an opportunity to do a PhD. And I thought, well, you know, all I really had left were the research classes and the dissertation. How hard can that be? Right. Well, (laughs) it was harder than I thought. And then the digital forensics lab was starting up at about that same time. And when I looked at all the different careers in cyber, that's what I really enjoyed and forensics that I really loved. So it's happened to be in the right place at the right time. Exactly. It's so amazing how technology has really just changed. I mean, rapidly. It's just the things we can do today we we weren't able to do even two or three years ago, which is pretty amazing. My nine-year-old's like salivating over Windows 11. Like he can't wait. He's already, yeah. he's already studying he's, about it. So it's just bizarre to me, but. 
we started doing a little research here in our lab on it just to see, you know, what can, what's the encryption? What can we get? What type of extractions can we get? So yeah. Yeah, we're anxious to dig into that as well. Yeah. The idea of everything being linked together. I mean, as an investigator, you, you start salivating over that. Like, yes, <laughs> yes. lots of breadcrumbs yeah. all over the place. Very um, much so. So let's, let's talk about artifacts. Let's talk about this, the, you know, the dark web investigations aspect of it and what you're going to be bringing to the table for your track when you're teaching at osmosis. Yeah, it's, so it's a framework in order to identify those post space artifacts. And as I was starting to learn forensics and learn those investigations, I'd get into a case and think, you know, where would you go to look for artifacts for certain types of cases? And we surprisingly, for being such a rural state, mm-hmm. had, have had quite a few dark web cases. And so having something to focus a dissertation on requires something interesting and that you can spend a significant amount of time on. So that's why I chose that. Right. And so it the framework looks at Windows-based PCs, Mac, and then Tails, if you happen to get a Tails drive. My intention is to add iPhone and Android artifacts at some point. I have not done that yet. So that's a, a future project to be added. Yeah, I mean, it's all interesting stuff how that all comes together. And uh, like you had mentioned that you did your, I guess your postgraduate study on the, on the, these topics, right? So this is a real passion for it, you, right? It is. Yeah. It's, I was introduced to the dark web by uh, my now boss and just as, you know, find me some background research, you know, to tell yeah. me what you can find. I'd, I'd heard of it, but didn't really know. Yeah. Like a lot of people, I think didn't really know what it was. You hear the the buzzword. And yeah. as I started digging into it, I thought, how, how can this be? How can this be out there? And then at the same time, they always say, well, it, you know, it doesn't leave any trace behind me. I thought, well, how can that be? Right. That doesn't seem possible either. And yeah. So it's, I just, it was just fascinating. And I like to dig into things and solve puzzles and which, you know, leads to this track, obviously. So yeah, you're in, you're in the right place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're yeah. doing the right thing. So, yeah. Earlier this year, I had the opportunity to interview a guy named Vincent D'Agostino, who was an FBI agent and he was involved in the Silk Road investigations. Yes. And man, that was like a like blowing your mind. Like I didn't even realize all that stuff was going on. Uh, I mean, you I hear bet. about it. First time I heard about Silk Road was actually at an osmosis conference, I don't know, three or four years ago. And it never really paid attention to it. But uh, the more and more you dig in, it's the, the more horrifying it is, <laughs> you know, that these things are out there and people are doing stuff. So, Yeah. Have you read uh, American Kingpin? by uh, Nick Bilton, I think is the gentleman's name. It's a book about the Silk Road and how it was started and, and the ultimate demise. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's very yeah. interesting. Really, yeah. uh, really cool stuff. So you obviously submitted your proposal and, and you, you made the, the, the cut there. And I, I know tons of people actually put in those proposals. And, and what I love about Cynthia and the team is is you, you get folks like yourself, like, like I, I would never know what any of this stuff is about, but I'm, you know, I'm excited to learn about it because uh, that's what osmosis is for me personally, right? When I go, it's not so much I'm going to learn the hard skills to do this stuff. It's like, no, I'm going to learn the people I need to call on when these types of cases come up and I'm going to network and I'm going to, you know, build those relationships and all that. So it's really, uh, really cool. And uh have you ever taught this stuff outside of like university type things? Is this the first time you're, you're speaking at only like osmosis type event? Or I, no? I actually spoke at uh, techno security just about six weeks ago oh, wow. down in Myrtle beach. Okay. Not, not too long ago. And then I also um, will be at WESIS, the women in cybersecurity conference yeah. coming up in September. 
Yeah, so I, I was. Uh, will be the third. I was in Myrtle Beach for the first time in May at an, at an event, and it was it was fun. It was good to get back yeah. out there and and uh, see folks. And yeah, they did. They don't give a care down there about any kind of face masks <laughs> or anything like that. So it was. Yeah, uh, I think you would find South uh, Dakota would be similar. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Teach his own, right? <laughs> right. That's uh, right. Yeah. So, and it's actually it's really an honor to be speaking at Osmosis. Yeah. Have the utmost respect for Cynthia and her. Absolutely. She has a great team. So. Absolutely. And what's pretty amazing, we were talking before, uh, you were actually an attendee a few years earlier, right? And now you are was, teaching yeah. a track. So that's uh, that's full circle. Definitely. So I'm going to ask you like some a couple silly questions before we wind down here, just so we can get an idea of your personality. So uh, sure. Loki on Disney Plus is, is, is very popular these days, right? You have all these you know, different versions of yourself from multiverses doing different things. So who would that person be for you? If, if you had a doppelganger that wasn't actually you, but it was somebody else who was doing oh, something else, what, what would you think that would be? Oh gosh. Uh, I'd probably be a beach bum and be surfing <laughs> somewhere in Hawaii. I, right. <laughs> I love the ocean. I grew up here in the Midwest and yeah. surrounded by cornfields and, and uh, prairies. So I think I'd probably be a surfer somewhere. We are going to have to keep an eye on you in San Diego. <laughs> Yes, you will. <laughs> Where's Erica? I will, I will likely be in the ocean as much as I can. Yeah, the beaches are nice yeah. there. The resort yeah, is so like, uh, it, that's very dangerous. You have a chaperone? <laughs> someone, someone yeah, keep my daughter. Yes, my daughter will be following me. Yeah, so she'll have to be the responsible one. Oh, that's so funny. That's so good. What do you think are some of the mistakes that, that folks that get into this line of work um, make uh, obviously it's so intimidating and just just so much there to to go in. But but what what would you say in your opinion would be some of the mistakes that that folks make when they do this research? I think possibly underestimating the depth of, of what's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I find just being in the computer field alone, people think if you know one thing, you know everything. Right. You know they don't realize. You know I I do one small part of it. I I can't fix your printer. Right. You know, I can't help you with that. Darn it. Um, right. Uh, I've got a graveyard full thing. of them. <laughs> Printers and phones are the, yeah. whole, you know, like handheld sets of phones yeah. are the hardest. But, um, and I think also for the younger generation, um, getting into it and thinking that you're going to instantly be at the top yeah. without having to do the hard work that it takes to get there. What do you, you're not, ex- not going to be at the top of the field right. it, it, tomorrow. What are you excited to see in the near future coming down the, the pipe besides Windows 11? Obviously, what what are you what's on oh, the gosh. forefront here that in in your industry and in your your space there that, that you're excited for? That's a great question. You know, we we tend to to dread some things more than we look forward to it. Just the amount of storage that we see mm-hmm. on our phone. You know, we do a lot of phone forensics, so the amount of storage that we see on the devices. Are, heard that the new iPhones coming out this fall are going to have a terabyte of storage. That's so crazy. So when you can, you know, think about, we're all walking around with a computer in our pockets. Yeah. You, know, you talk about doing mobile forensics. It, it is mobile, but it's still a computer. Well, right? that's what so, Apple wants to tell you when they charge you the prices for it. <laughs> you know, like, right? Hey, you'd pay that much yeah. for a computer. Why not pay that much for a phone, right? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. It, so that's, that's the company line. it is an exciting time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I truly love what I do because it's different every day and it's exciting. And sure. I, I don't have a day that I don't want to go to work. Gotcha. We're going to wind down over here. I thank you very much for just giving us a, um, a brief overview. So last question for you. Sure. Uh, what do you hope your students, folks that are sitting in on your track here, what do you, what do you hope to have them leave with? 
I hope they find it interesting. And just to have an understanding of, you know, some of the artifacts that can be left behind and that the dark web, it's not as untraceable as what we're led to believe. Mm -hmm. And that if they find someone that says, oh, well, there's no point in collecting that as evidence because there's not going to be left anything on it. That's not necessarily the case. Right. So just be aware that it's, you know, there may be something yet there that we can work with. Awesome. Again, you know, we'll, we'll see you in San Diego and uh, virtually also, right? So if folks are yeah. already in the, uh, in the global cast, uh, you know, registered and, and hooked in, feel free to, to, to drop some uh, notes and uh, ask some questions and, and we'll go from there. So Erica, thank you so much for your time. And I really, really look forward to meeting you in person. I'll bring my printers. Maybe you can fix them for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thank okay. you. I appreciate your time. Awesome. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, we'll catch you on the next Quick Hits. Take care. Thanks, Erica, for joining the show and breaking down this interesting topic. You can learn more about the event at osmosiscon.com. We also want to thank our sponsors, ScopeNow and InvestigatorsToolbox.com. Have you checked out InvestigatorsToolbox.com yet? Make sure you check out this dynamic resource community for the investigative professional. Use code PIP201836 to save $20 when you join. You can join through the app available on iOS and Android platforms. And if you have a question or a comment about the show, email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd like your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. And we'll be back on Monday with a new regular show. And then Quick Hits continues next Thursday with Kevin Hendricks. So make sure you tune in and stay safe out there.